after nine springs and autumns of a lonely, austere life in New York, I moved to Colombia. After nine springs and autumns of a lonely, austere life in the city, I have moved to the bank of the Rio Grande. These are the these are the poems of uh, Basho, reading from the Basho's Journey, the book Basho's Journey, selected ha- Habon. Why do you say Habon? I don't know what Habon is. Is that a hiker poem? It's page 94. After, this is Brush Woodgate. After nine springs and autumns of a lonely afterlife in the city, I have moved to the bank of the Fugakawa River. Someone once said, quote, Since of old, Cheong has been a place for fame and fortune and so hard for a wayfarer, empty-handed and penniless. Yeah. It's hard for, it's hard for a person, uh, for a wayfarer who's empty-handed and penniless. Yeah, it's hard for people to live when they're penniless, so they need a boost. Uh, was that like a surge in spending? Uh, I need a surge. Uh, is that like a surge? Uh, yeah. Hmm. Someone once said, Is it because I'm impoverished myself that I can understand people's feelings? Is it because I was impoverished myself that I can understand the feelings of the poor? Yeah. Hmm. Is it because I'm impoverished myself that I can understand his feelings? Oh. Autumn 1680. Haiku poem. Shiba no Tony. Cha o konoha ka ruku arashikana. Against the brushwood gate, it sweeps the tea leaves, storm wind. Mm. It's funny we don't have tea here. Why don't you try some tea then? You think tea will grow in Colombia? I know coffee does and banana trees and, and avocados and oranges and yeah they have quite for good fertility here so why don't you plant some tea okay is this where you get your business ideas yeah I'm gonna plant tea in Colombia and I'm not sure how much they drink tea here you don't see it offered much Do you have coffee?
Live, austere, and clear. Yeah, I'm still alive, and I'm still austere, and I'm trying to be clear in this podcast, okay? Lonely poverty, gazing at the moon. Lonely poverty, contemplating my low state. Lonely poverty, thinking about my lack of talent. Yeah, those are the two things that I think about as my poverty and my loneliness and how I don't have a casa like I have to look, look for because I'm so poor I have to go to Colombia to look for a casa <laughs> yeah but that turns out to be nice because they have good low prices and the peso is down and weak and they can eat cheap and you should be happy that you're not lonely in your poverty and you'll you'll have a family at Christmas so thinking about my lack of talent well we can't help you there if you lack talent yeah I thought you would write a poem that's a good time to write poetry you could think about the things that the Maybe you could start with something about the the girl, a motorcyclist, all the motorcycles and all the things in Colombia. At least you won't be alone if you write some poems. You could have your poems as company. Okay. Then I suggest you write something. How am I doing? Let me answer, quote, in lonely poverty, but no one responds. Or lonely poverty. Well, what did he say about loneliness? Was uh, was it <laughs> beneficial? It says autumn sixteen eighty one. What piti sumes uda. Live austere and clear. The recluse moon gazers. Tea drinking song. All right, so I I should continue to live in austerity. What does that mean? Does that mean you're withdrawn from desires in the world into deep meditation? And your head is clear because you meditated. Live austere and clear. The recluse moon gazers, tea drinking song. Yeah, I could, once I planted that tea, I could drink the tea. And um, as a recluse moon gazer, I could gaze at the inner moon. The same thing they talk about in Shintoism inner moan. Sleeping alone in a grass hut. Yeah, I've been sleeping around in my own quarto. It was similar in New York. I slept alone in my own quarto or room. It's similar to a grass hut. I'm still sleeping alone in an austerity. Sleeping alone in a grass hut. The elder do wrote a poem of the thatched hut. Tearing in the wind. Uh-huh.
Then old man Xu Xi moved by the lonely property. And that poem wrote a verse about a leaking cottage. Yeah, I could write a verse about uh, some of the problems in the house when the when in this leaking cottage uh, in the house when the Wi-Fi doesn't work, or when uh, uh, we had no water one day, and what was the other thing that happened? Yeah, um, there was some water on the floor in the kitchen mysteriously, yeah. Now I listen to their rain on the banana leaves. <laughs> yeah, we we have bananas here, so I could go to Pihau and listen to the rain on the banana leaves. <laughs> now I listen to the rain on the banana leaves lying alone in the grass hood. Yeah, well, I listen to this uh, sound of the rain lying alone in my room. <coughs> Autumn 1681. Banana plant in the windstorm. A night of listening to rain in a tub. Yeah, I had a, so many nights where I listened to the rain pounding on the plastic. Uh, yeah, out by the washing machine. So the rooftop is really just like this uh, plastic uh, roofing. Uh, and it does make a lot of racket. Yeah. So. But. Old beggar, in in my window, snow of a thousand autumns on a western peak. By my gate, ships waiting to sail a thousand leagues, leagues across the eastern sea. Master of the hall of ships at anchor, flower toshier. I can make out the poem, but cannot enter into the feelings. I recognize the lonely poverty. But I but don't fathom its true del- deep delight. Yeah, I took a lonely, uh, uh, traveled alone out west, and, but I was not able to fathom its deep delight. Uh, oh, is that why you started to travel with uh, the family in Colombia? Yeah. I surpass the elder do only in the frequency of my illnesses. Hidden in the banana leaves by a meager hut, I call myself old man beggar. Yeah. Yeah, if I don't be careful trading the stock market, I'll become an old man a beggar if it it drops. So, yeah, well, you shouldn't invest 100% in stocks, okay? You'll be an old beggar. Oh, oh, I don't know. That's what happens if you don't invest. 
If you stay in dollars and inflation comes, you'll be an old man beggar because you didn't invest in stocks instead of cash. Okay. Rosie Nami O Uti Harawata Kori Yoya Namida. The oars sound striking the waves, my bowels freezing. Night and tears. Yeah, like I have um, uh, the sound of the waves. Fusan no kamashimo ni maku koi samushi. At a poor mountain temple, a kettle crying in the frost. The voice frigid. Yeah, at one of the poor mountain temples, a kettle was crying. A kettle was crying in the frost. The voice frigid. Yeah, does a kettle cry in the frost? Yeah, well, I use、uh, coffee actually. In the early morning, it's、uh, slightly chilly, at about sixty-three in Pierre, Colombia. But you can use coffee to to cry out in the frost to warm it up just right. Okay. So if you drink hot coffee and the in the morning in Colombia, it could be just right. <laughs> Buying water at this thatched hut, he says, "Kori nigaku ansoka nado uri ashuri." It says translates to, "Ice is bitter in the mouth of the rat, quenching its thirst." <laughs> huh. I didn't notice that. Did you see any rats?、Uh, actually, I saw. I think I saw some rats somewhere.、Um, yeah, definitely. Not around here, but I saw. I've seen some rats. Okay. Well, that's good that you can relate your personal experience to Basho's. Okay. Autumn sixteen eighty one. Kuri kuri griti moshio kodana wabikan kana. The year ending, with echoes of pounding rice cakes, a desolate sleep. Yeah, there's been、uh, the year has been ending, and there was a lot of echoes of Latin music playing and stuff, and even fireworks on Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah, and I so I had a desolate sleep in a way. Oh, really? Is that why you sound tired? <laughs> yeah, you to claim to be some sort of elite fitness enthusiast and a totally enlightened person, and and why do you sound tired? Okay, it's a good question. <laughs> yeah, what happened? <laughs> Words on a cold night. It's well. 
You shouldn't read this depressing stuff when you're in a beautiful climate and you're not alone and you're not cold either. No. Yeah, I'm not cold or not, and not alone and not in deep poverty. Okay. So, why are you reading about his fetish for poverty and coldness and loneliness? Well, it's because that's where you get elegant poetry. Okay. Words on a cold night. By the fork of the river in Fukagawa, I live lonely and poor in a grass-thatched hut. I gaze on the snow peak of Mount Fuji. In the distance and at ships of a thousand leagues nearby, yeah, so I could I could still go to the Pacific Ocean from here. And I could also go to the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> oh, that's a beautiful thing about Colombia, yeah. And I could also go to the snow peak of the, of the volcano park of the volcano parks here. Nevadas, they call them, Parky Nevada. And I could go on a lonely hike. Well, probably need a guide, so. But I could live lonely and poor in, like, just a campground. <laughs> I could go. It's like you want that, huh? Why do people live lonely and poor so they can engage effectively in meditation? be disrupted now. Yeah, I guess that's the re- main reason. At dawn, the white wake of a boat heading up through the evening, the dream of wind through withered reeds. Yeah, I just wish that I could listen to the sound of the wind blowing through the leaves. Yeah, didn't you say that's your favorite sound? It's just the wind blowing through leaves. Uh-huh. Yeah. Through the evening, the dream of wind through withered reeds. Uh-huh. Sitting in the moon's light, I lament my empty cask. Lying in bed. I'm. Yeah, I just lie in bed, really. Yeah, you just... Uh, you're... You... I... You're not playing tennis today, you're just lying in bed. Yeah, I took off. Obviously, I took off uh, from tennis on a Christmas day. So you're just lying in bed? Why don't you do something productive? Okay, shut up. I can lie in bed on Christmas day if I want to. Okay. That's why I live lonely and poor. I'm not going to be bothered by a bunch of people telling me what to do. Okay. I lament my empty cask, lying in bed. I grieve over my thin quilt. Yeah, sometimes when it's cold, uh, I, my quilt bedding, if I don't have a quilt, so, or I have a thin quilt, sometimes you can get cold at night. Because here in Colombia, there is no heat and there is no air conditioning. That's very bourgeoisie, so that's, that's for elites. 
That's really for the bourgeoisie elite to have heat or air conditioning. And I'm, I'm more lonely and poor. Oh, I see. Well, winter 1681 says, Ro no koi nami o uti harawata kori yo ya namida. The oars sound striking the waves, my bowels freezing night and tears. Hmm. Didn't you just read that? That's what I don't understand. Hmm. Yeah, you must be having flashbacks or something. Huh? Written on a painting of summer fields. Uh-huh. Quote, that monk who's wearing a hat and riding a horse. Where is he coming from? What's he after? That, replied the painter, is a portrait of you on a journey. Well, if so, bubbling wayfarer of the three worlds, watch out, you don't topple from that horse. Huh. Yeah, I have to watch out uh, that, that I don't get foil from when I took the horse in Villa de Cocora on the, the Yosemite Park of Columbia. I had to watch out that I wasn't toppled from the horse. Uh, because I did ride a horse there. And this is, the three worlds is some sort of Buddhist thing. Why don't you refer to the truth instead of just idly reading, okay? Why don't you do something Buddhist, like, say something profound, God. Yeah, I don't say anything profound anymore because I don't know anything, okay? Yeah, why are you so dumb? Well, as you reach enlightenment, you become stupid. Oh, I understand. I can see that. (laughs) The three words mean past, present, and future. The three words. Is that what they are? Three words? Worlds? Well, if so, bumbling wayfare of the three worlds. Yeah, but is it words or worlds? Uh, all the worlds. All the three worlds that you experience are the past, present, and the future. Yeah. If you're bumbling wayfarer. Yeah, I'm a bumbling wayfarer in the past, present, and future. Watch out, you don't do the top of a mad horse. I have to be careful. I have to be careful that I don't think of the past or the future or I will be toppled from my horse. So so what I'll do is just focus on the present, I guess. Summer 1683 says, Uma boku boku wari o ini Which translates to the horse ambling. I see myself in a painting. Summer fields. Uh-huh. That's good. Mm. That's Christmas Day. <laughs> Christmas podcast. 
How are you gonna light up Christmas with some lonely, cold, and cold poems? <laughs> yeah, he admires loneliness in the cold. <laughs> How does that meet the Christmas spirit? <laughs> well, he's able to capitalize on loneliness <laughs> in writing poetry, or in my case, podcasting. Okay. Uh, did you write a poem? Yeah, <laughs> I have to write a poem uh, uh, instead of reading just so I could hop on, hop on. What's a hop on? Is that a haiku? Huh? Yeah, well, I'm going to roast uh, some empty chestnuts on the fire and reading uh, by reading uh, Basho. On the day after Christmas. Uh Oh, did the chestnuts get eaten? Or why are they empty chestnuts? Uh Well, I'm on page 97 of uh, Basho's journey, which is accompanying me in my journey in Colombia. This is introduction to empty chestnuts. Uh They're empty. Oh, so you, you're going to empty yourself, yeah. If I empty myself before I read this, there's a chance I can read it. Empty Chestnuts is a linked verse collection edited by Takare Kikaku, 1661 to 1707, in 1683, see. Yeah, I have to go back to old poetry because the new stuff is no good. This one book called Chestnuts has four tastes. Yeah. The first is like drinking the wine of the poetic heart of Lebo and Tufu. Yeah. Tufu is some heavyweight Chinese guy, I think. So it's like drinking the wine. Yeah, we have to drink the wine of the poetic heart. Yeah, instead of drinking like ron, which is like the Spanish word for rum, we drink poetry. The first is like drinking the wine of the poetic heart of Lebo and Tufu. Another is like eating the rice gruel of Hanshan's Dharma. So we're going to drink the wine of the Poekar, and then we're going to eat the rice gruel of Hanshan's Dharma. These poems have the subtlety of something seen far away or heard from a great distance. Huh. Yeah, and we're also... I've been listening to Bachfest from a great distance. I listen to Bach as he is being streamed at Columbia University on WKCR. So I'm listening. I can hear it from a great distance. These poems have a subtlety of something seen far away or heard from a great distance. Then there is the rare flavor of lonely poverty and elegance. 
Yeah, I'm trying to get the flavor of uh, myself of lonely poverty and elegance. Yeah, you can turn, uh, in a way, uh, you can turn poverty into elegance because <laughs> that's like the, that's actually just like Japanese minimalism uh, in a way to have like uh, this beautiful empty apartment is very elegant to a Japanese minimalist so you, yeah I know you have this image of a like some white all white apartment that's empty yeah well that's hard to achieve these days yeah lonely poverty. You could end up, yeah, to have that could end up being lonely because an empty apartment implies no children around. uh, You have to be very rich to be a minimalist. Yeah. Yeah, it's not for the poor. But if you have lonely poverty and elegance... It is found at the mountain home of Sagio in the wormy chestnuts that people ignore. Yeah, what what I'm doing is reading about the wormy chestnuts that people ignore. Oh, they're ignoring you, basically. You are a wormy chestnut, yeah. Yeah, I'm not ignoring myself, which is, I'm a, like a wormy chestnut, An allusion to the poem by Sagio. Deep in the mountains, I'll collect water dripping from the rocks while picking up horse chestnuts that plop down from time to time. Yama Fukami Iwa Nishitsutaru Misu Tominmu Katsukakchisu Osura Tochi Orahodo. Deep in the mountains of Colombia, I'll collect this potable, pure mountain water dripping from the rocks, which is drinkable, they say, while picking up horse chestnuts that plop down from time to time. Wow. Yeah, you're doing something that most people ignore, yeah. By reading Fasho on in Colombia. Yeah, this is not really found at the mountain home. It's only found in the, in the mountains. Uh, huh. It is found at the mountain home of Sagio in the wormy chestnuts that people ignore. Yeah, you're only going to find this kind of stuff in the poetry of Basho. And you're only going to find it on the Wormy podcast of Davy Gravy. The fourth taste, plum, plums, the feelings, plums. The fourth taste, plums, the feelings of love in various circumstances. The image of Zishu's face hidden in her hanging sleeves has been carved into like her skull into the figure of Komurasaki in the neglected 
bedrooms. Of the ladies of Swanshan's court, Ivy hung down from the clothes racks. In the lower classes, there are women who are raised hidden in the recesses of their houses, ever accompanied by their parents, while brides feud with their mothers-in-law. Yeah, a lot of brides will feud with their mothers-in-law. That's why I don't like to... (laughs) I don't like these kind of brides who feud with their mother-in-laws, and I don't like the mother-in-laws that are that mean. I don't like mean mothers-in-law. That's why I avoid going to India a lot and stuff, because they have a lot of mean mothers-in-law. The stories of love from temple boys and young kabuki actors are not neglected. In such matters, Bo Juri serves as a guide to haiku novices as his poetry is turned into Japanese verse. The expression of these poems is ever-shifting, and one cannot distinguish between truth and falsehood. These verse are forged like the yellow emperor's tripod, and the words are smelted in the dragon spring. Yeah, the verse are forged like uh, using a tripod, like when I'm taking photos. I usually get the words while I'm taking photos (laughs) with my tripod. Where's your tripod? I referenced in the ancient Chinese text, Book of History, the Yellow Emperor made a jewel tripod kettle patterned after the triad of heaven, earth, and human. This image, of course, is meant as hyperbolic phrase. But it also suggests that there is a connection between the creative process and cosmology. Yeah, I agree with that. That there's definitely a connection between the creative processes and cosmology. Yeah, because the cosmos is within you and the tripod is your third eye. Yeah, okay. So you're saying that's definitely a connection, huh? This treasure is the work of no other than Kikaku, and the thieves of poetry lie in wait. Yeah, there's people lying in wait to steal my poetry. So they're willing to steal this podcast and my poetry. So the thieves of poetry lie in wait. Yeah, they're going to steal all the ideas I'm stealing right now from Basho. The third year of Tenga, frolicking in midsummer, summer 1683. Praise for a linked verse. A windstorm from Pine Mountain in the province of Ayo has blown upon the withered leaves at Basho's cave. And his voice sings a linked verse. (laughs) Ah, the distant sound of wind, rustling of leaves like the ringing of a jewel, echoes of gold and iron, sometimes blowing forcefully, sometimes soft. Yeah, how are you going to experience the... Your sound of the leaves blowing in the wind if you're in Colombia don't have a fall season. Well, it's not fall season now anyways. And I was in Vermont earlier, so 
I don't have to have uh, the rustling of the leaves. Uh, they arouse such deep feelings, bringing forth tears. Yeah, I've written poems about the rustling of leaves and stuff. But though, uh, though a thousand holes comes a fierce roar. What's that? Through a thousand holes comes a fierce roar, the echoes ever shifting, the meanings of each verse distinct. Yeah, these poems and this podcast, the meaning is distinct. So don't think that it's not. Huh. This is having spontaneous piping. A waving wind that tears the banana leaves. Yeah, this is heaven spontaneous piping. Remember that the heavens are spontaneously piping the music of the spheres. So don't forget about that. So spontaneous piping. If they're piping it, so you should listen to it. Okay. Hmm. There's spontaneous piping going on. Yeah, there is, so... Where is it coming? This and several other images in this habloon are drawn from the Song Swansi, which discusses the artistic creativity and the transformations of the universe. Huh. Swansi. Swansu. Huh. This is heaven spontaneous piping. Well, it's not something else. So that's what it is. That's what it is. Okay. A waving wind that tears the banana leaves. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, are you tearing the banana leaves? Well, if I went back to Pihau and thought you were buying some banana trees or something. I don't know what you're doing. On Mount Fuji, Mount Kunlun is said to be far away. And in Mount Pengae and Mount Fengshuan dwell Taoist immortals. Wow, there's immortals there? You're saying there's some sort of Taoist... Taoist, Taoist immortals dwelling there. I wonder if they're still there. If they're, if they're immortals by definition, they have to still be there. So why don't you go and find them? But right here before my eyes, Mount Fuji's great peak rises from the earth. It seems to hold up the blue heavens and open the gate, cloud gate for the sun and moon. For wherever I gaze, there is a consummate vista. As the beautiful scenery goes through a thousand changes. Huh. Wow. Yeah, this is what I have here is the beautiful scenery. In the mountains, in the Montanas. There is beautiful scenery in Colombia, for sure. And it goes through a thousand changes. Just as the sun and the moon pass by, even poets cannot exhaust 
this scene in verse, those with great talent and men of letters give up their words, painters to abandon their br brushes and flee. Yeah. If the demigods of faraway Goosh Mountain were to appear, I wonder if even they could succeed in putting this scene into a poem or a painting. Kumo Kiri no Senji Hakiai O Sukish Shikere. Autumn sixteen eighty four. With clouds and mist. In a brief moment, a hundred scenes brought to fulfillment. Huh. Yeah. In just a brief moment, uh, hundreds of scenes are brought to fulfillment in this po podcast. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Really? The word literally is exhaust. Sukusu, and the word, same word translated as exhaust in the Habun. This term is an important one in Chinese aesthetic theory with the range of meanings. Here the point seems to be that human art cannot exhaust the rich and shifting creativity of nature. Only nature can do so with its own creative flux of every moment. Yeah, there's nothing you can do to match this kind of creativity that's coming from nature. Yeah. So you just can't. <laughs> oh, I thought you were trying in this podcast or the poetry or reading the poetry or Basho was, yeah. But, um, because this is heaven's spontaneous piping. Uh -huh. 